Okay, everybody, welcome back. This is the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins, football edition. Tonight's episode, we got a lot to go over tonight. Wild card weekend coming up. Got the normal uh, football crew with me tonight and a special guest, a recurring guest of the Figure It Out podcast. However, Last time was a little bit easy on him. Uh, tonight, we're throwing the kid in the ringer. Uh, it's the playoffs, and there are no easy routes to the Super Bowl. So we have our resident Figure It Out podcast Packers fan, Jake Berger, on the podcast. And I will give it up for Jake Berger yeah. tonight. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you jumping on here with us. Uh, last time you were on, more of your introductory to the podcast here. We're getting serious it is uh, it's football season, buddy. And uh, as a Packers fan, how are you feeling going into the season? You're off this or the playoff season. You're off this weekend. Um, how are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Um, you know, I, I honestly am scared that Philly matches up really well and that they beat Tampa. You know, I mean, that's I feel like that's a bad matchup for the Packers, but. I mean, the bye week's huge. Um, you know, a lot of guys are going to get healthy. Hopefully, Jair makes a full comeback. Bakhtiari gets two weeks to, to reset and, and feel good going into uh, the playoffs. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, I, I'm confident, but also nervous. Um, I know I think they, like, tied for last in, like, points in the first quarter and, like, in the playoffs. I, I mean, if you're unless you're the Chiefs, um, I don't know. I don't know how that'll that'll play out. So, but we'll see. I mean, I'm confident as ever. And I mean, when we make these brackets, I, I have them going all the way, but you know, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I uh, honestly um, throw my bias aside. I do think that the Packers uh, have a really, really good chance of making the Super Bowl. Um, one of their best, honestly, I think this is a better chance than last year. Um, yeah. And I think you guys are, I, I see. I I tend to disagree uh, with what you said about the Eagles. I think you want to play. Philly. I I really think they match up well. I don't think I looked at like the NFC, and I think that's the one team that like is a sneaky, like scary type team because they they were like starting to click. They're starting to figure it out. Like the last half of the season, they just seemed like they were a better team, and so like. I don't know. I, that's kind of yeah. like my my dark horse. Like, could see them like turning it on, beating like a big team or here or there. So, well, no spoilers. Hold on to your dark horse. But um, <laughs> but uh, we'll get into it more in depth here. Let's say hi to Blaine and Lucas. Blaine, we'll start with you. Uh, the engaged man himself out looking for some wedding venues tonight. How'd that go, buddy? I'm about to sign the papers tomorrow. So really good. So you downtown picked up your venue. Yeah, downtown Lee Summit see you there nice so, yeah excited about that and it's the best time of the year playoff football can we can we get one round of applause for playoff football yeah you know what i'm really excited blaine because i know you're gonna agree with me and the rest of the guys probably will too but uh there are no bad matchups really none at all like, I, Jake, I like that you're on the Philly train a little bit. That makes one of the worst matchups pretty fun. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really not a, a bad, like you it's, said. Yeah. Uh huh. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the two, the, the number two seeds on both sides, like probably have the easiest matchups, which they should, right? Yep. Like I, I think those are the two games that are like, oh, it's going to be a wipeout. And I think probably the AFC with the Chiefs and Pitt, like, I think that'll be 
like we we script it. I don't know about the Philly and Tampa game. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see. <laughs> uh, one thing I'll say about about the, I think the Pittsburgh Kansas City game will be closer, definitely closer than it was when we played them earlier in the year at Arrowhead. I think. I mean, it could be Big Ben's last game ever. I don't think he's very good, but you never know. He might have some magic left in the tank, boys. Just to make things interesting. Just to make things interesting. You know? I had the same thought. I do. I, I, you just never know. I mean, maybe he just really turns don't. it on, like pulls out some athleticism that he had eight years ago and, you know, turns it on. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Exactly. Lucas, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Uh, you hanging in there? You, uh, were you doing anything uh, serious right now in terms of you know healthy lifestyle living? Yeah, I'm in the midst of seventy-five hard, so I'm a little drained right now. I might not. I'm gonna try to bring the E up. I, I know I sound a little down, but once we ramp into it, I'll try to pick up the E because I know I sound down. But we'll figure hey, it boy. out. You're yeah, clear. I love it. You're clear as ever right now, though. So the mind is sharp right now. I, I might. I might go. What, how many games are there? Seven? Six or seven, yeah. I might go seven and oh. I might just – Wow. Just, I, <laughs> wow. pages a day, doing some active reading. I'm sure. Okay. Play myself, sharp. <laughs> Lucas's brain is firing on all cylinders. We'll put that to the test this evening. Good to hear you're doing okay. Let's get into some uh, some questions real quick before we hop into the games. I had a couple written down here. I would love to get your guys' uh, takes on these. Um, I'm going to start out with an AFC question. Are the Titans the worst number one seed in a while? I think yeah. so. Been on them all year. I mean, they're terrible. Boys, we for, we're forgetting that they lost to the Texans. Yeah. But they beat the Bills and Chiefs. Yeah, and they smacked the Chiefs. But I'll say this: I would love to play them right now. We're winning the no, rematch. I agree. They're the no, I agree. Scary one seed ever. I'll say that they might not be the worst one seed ever, but they're the least like intimidating. Yeah, like, with- definitely. Yes. Scared of that team. And I'm not afraid to go to Nashville in January to go to the Super Bowl. No offense to Nashville. Not throwing any shade, but it's just not like you don't like say one of the most daunting places to go in the month of January in the NFL is Nashville. You just don't say that. So I mean, I will say like, it's, it's sick that my team is the number one seed on the NFC side. And then like where I'm living is the number one seed on the AFC side. So like you get to see both sides of it, but town buzzing? I mean, I, what is the town buzzing there? Like, are they behind the team? Not really. Like, I mean, I saw a buzzing who they beat. Did they beat the Patriots like two years ago? Like they were the oh sixth God. seed and the Patriots the Ravens like as well. The Ravens, yeah, really like win. those games, like the bars are packed, like people are going crazy, but it's not like die hard, like towns just going crazy about it. Like I, I drive, I drive like twenty minutes down to like work out, and it's like there's nothing about them like being the number one <laughs> seed. Like I had to ask like a Titans fan in the facility, like you guys are the number one seed, right? Like because like there's just nothing going on here, so. That's hilarious. I mean, people are stuck with uh, the country music and Broadway, I guess. Yeah, the bright lights. But the uh, pre- I, I, I don't know. I just I just am not sold on them. Uh, Blaine's been saying this all year. Blaine, why don't you re- refresh everybody's mind on what your opinion is of Ryan Tannehill? And you tell me, Chandler, please. 
I want to, I want the listeners to hear it through your through your words. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. It's pretty good top ten. It's pretty good top ten. Lucas asked. <laughs> If he has a lot, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I'd say if I'm looking at Tennessee, Cincy, Vegas, Buffalo, New England, Kansas, I'd take him over. He's my third best quarterback in that, in that side. I don't believe in Derek Carr. I do believe in Joe Burr. Oh, wait. Okay. What about Josh Allen? Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait a minute. Wait. Hold on. Let's, let's. <laughs> We can cut I, this out. We can cut this out. Blaine, Blaine, I I will say that like if Derrick Henry's in that backfield, the play action makes him a top ten quarterback by far. Yeah, but, fancy, quor- fancy quarterback last year won me my league just because of play action. He's got two big receivers. If if everyone's healthy, the guy can sling it. He just needs it there. He's not he's not going to sling it like a Pat or a Joe Burrow can make something out of nothing. That's not him. But he doesn't have to do that. So, he's fine. he's a good quarterback. He's not a gunslinger. He's system, a system quarterback. Just some guy that knows what he's doing. Yeah. There you Let's go. I guess. Chandler. So, you threw we'll me see. for a loop. You put me on a spot. I don't know what you were talking yeah. about. No. I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted your opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see what the Titans can do. They, like the Packers, have the week off this week. I can't believe it. Um, but that's how it shook down, I guess. Uh, moving to the Packers, Jake, this is tailored for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> I want to know, I want to know your honest take on how you think the Packers make it to the Super Bowl. Like, what, what do they have that's better than everybody? How do they have the advantage? Your thoughts? It's tough. I mean, you, you kind of look at, that entire side of the NFC and you see a lot of injuries. I really like, and a lot of fluky type games with it, all of these teams, right? Like Dallas, like, I don't think they're, I really don't think they're that good. Like I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like that's the one team that I'm like, I really just don't see them being that good. Tampa Bay, a lot of injuries, Arizona injuries, like, Kind of a new team. I think next year they're very, very scary. I don't think this year they're clicking as well with the chemistry. The Rams, same thing. They've made a lot of trades. Um, they have a lot of new faces in the locker room, a lot of new personalities that that were the best players on their previous teams that are going to cause, you know, not as much chemistry. San Francisco barely gets in with a, like, kind of a crazy last two minutes in that Rams yeah. game and, like, going into overtime, like, are they destined? Maybe. I do see San Francisco beating Dallas in that game, in my opinion. Um, and then Philly is the one team I'm, I'm scared about because they have been creating this rapport, and it's a lot of young players that have started, like, clicking over the last eight weeks. But I will say that Green Bay, their core has been together for two years, three years now, right? So it's, like, a very chemistry-oriented team. LaFleur knows what he's doing. Uh, like, honestly – the only person that can lose the Packers a chance at the Super Bowl is Mason Crosby. That is, that is 100% my take right there. I mean, missing extra points, missing field goals all year. He's been terrible. Like, I don't know if he has the yips. I don't know what it is. Like he, he'd been nails for three years and now it's like he had a, he had a slump in 2016, the same type of thing where he's just like 
missing a lot of stuff. Like they trust him. He's a great locker room guy. He's a captain on the team. But like, I really like, I think that their core has been together for so long now that it's like Lazard has gotten way better. MVS healthy, way better. Like they're, they're two, three receivers. Like Tonyan might hurt not being there, but like all these guys have been together for the last couple of years. And like, that's why I see them going further than any other team in the NFC and going mean, to the Super Bowl. You should have been in the Super Bowl last year. You should have been. I agree. Tom Brady threw what? Four picks? Three picks? Three that picks. Game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was hard that's, to watch. From, that's from, the only thing that's concerning is like, I think I saw like ESPN tweeted out. It's like ever since like 2002, they're like seven and six in playoff games at Lambeau, which like is kind of concerning. Um, but the same time, like, Tom Brady doesn't have the 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 like the, the guys around him that are playmakers, you know. I mean, like Godwin's hurt, like A B, like who knows what's gonna happen there. Like, you know, it's just kind of like yeah, it's tough to see a team on that side that, that can beat them. You're primed, you're ready to go. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think we'll see. I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think that the NFC compared to the AFC, I think that they have more dark horses. I think the AFC, you kind of can pick who you really think is going to make it to the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, but I, there's a lot of teams in the NFC um, that can, that can I think, honestly, make it all the way to the Super Bowl, not just upset a team in the early rounds of the playoffs. So I'll ask you – uh, again, how how do you think the Packers lose the Super Bowl, or like lose in the playoffs? Like, don't make it the Super Bowl. Like, what what is the Packers' worst weakness, and how can a team exploit it? The special teams, like what I said, like it's not just Mason Crosby. Like the special teams have been shit all year. Like, yeah, I mean, straight up. I mean, like they they really like the Bears. Uh, the second game they played the Bears up in Lambeau. Like, I mean. They, they let the Bears hang around. And, like, you can't do that against playoff teams. You can do that against the Bears because they, they – Nagy was brutal this year. And, like, Justin Fields, new quarterback, okay, yeah. Like, you can do that against those teams, but you can't do that against playoff teams. So, I think that's where they lose it um, in special teams. Um, you know, whether it's missed kicks, missed, missed extra points, um, fumbling, don't the Packers uh, Don't the Packers have a history of, of special teams blunders? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like that's where they they lose it. The other portion to this is if the Packers get a lead, the defense always plays prevent no matter what. They could be up like two scores, four scores, six scores. They always (laughs) play prevent, and the other team just just drives down the field, like, and it's a close game at the end. So, like, that's the other thing um, that that could be concerning. And then, obviously – Aaron Rodgers getting hurt would obviously, yeah, you know, lose it. But um, so I mean, those those are the three, I guess, would is what I would say. I don't know what team. If I had to pick a team, like I mean, I said at the at the start, like I think Philly's really? the scariest. Um, if I had to pick between the other set, like I don't know if I don't think Arizona can beat them. I don't think the Rams can beat them. Um, I think it would be a Philly, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, one of those three teams that that'll end up beating them. Uh, yeah. Just because they have great coaches and it's a lot more uh, sound, both like disciplinary and, and just a sound football team. Yeah. Sound like make it nasty. Just muck it up. Yeah. yeah. Like physical football. Well, hey, Jake, yeah. 
if if Rodgers were to tragically go down, at least you spent your first round draft pick on Jordan Love. <laughs> don't even don't even get me started. So, AJ Dillon, great pick in that draft. Great pick in that draft. Great pick, but you Jordan didn't pick Love, him with your first what pick. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pick him first with your pick. Lucas, <laughs> I wanna know uh, I wanna know your take on the question I just asked Jake. How did the Packers not make it to the to the Super Bowl? I think they, I think they can, because it's like the last, the last two times that we've seen them win the Super Bowl with Favre and Aaron Rodgers, both their defenses were in the top five scoring defense. There, I think they, I think they were three all year. I think they bumped down to like five or six, so they're right there on the cusp of it. I think they, like, they have the defensive players to make it. Devondre Campbell, like, I don't know if he gets talked about enough. He's had probably one of the most like outstanding years just in everything. Like the dude has like 130 some plus tackles the dude is unbelievable in coverage they put him on tight ends they put him on running backs out of the backfield he has like a three percent like catch rate on him he's he's played really good ex-falcon don't know why they let him go uh i think they just have the playmakers on defense to get him there and then obviously whenever you pair like a play a defense that like can do the bin but don't break yeah they give up a lot of yards but they make the plays when needed to be and then you pair that up with an aaron Rodgers like who can just go down and score. So if you just need like a play, like a defense to make one play in the game, they can do it and then have yeah. it down there march score. I think they have a pretty good pass. Like Yeah, and I, I think too, speaking of Packers that don't get mentioned, the Packers defensive line has legit dudes on it. Like dude, serious dudes. I literally love I love Rashawn Gary. I literally love hey. him. I watched Amazon, <laughs> the Amazon Prime series, uh, All or Nothing with Michigan when he was there. Dude, ever since then, he's like one of my favorite players. He's Bro, sick. Two fifty five right now. He doesn't even look the same. He was no. like two ninety Michigan. He weighs like two sixty now and looks like a legitimate freak. He's a freak three four defensive end. Yeah. Like a legit which, freak. And and so. they're playing without Zadarius Smith, which is wild. Do they have a chance to get him back? They do, but I, I don't see it happening. Maybe NFC Championship, like kind of – Or Super later. Bowl maybe even. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, yeah, I like all that analysis, boys. Uh, I do think the Packers have a pretty legit road. Um, I think it's kind of in their hands, and as long as they play their cards right, they will uh, – I think they got a good future ahead of them. Uh, Blaine, we'll flip it over to us, buddy. Um, exact same questions for you uh, with the Chiefs. Um, I want I want to know your thoughts, and then I'll give mine. And then I got a couple. I got two more questions. We'll get into the slate. Just in general, I think if somebody were to beat Kansas City, it's because of their ability to to really Tyree Kill on third down, Travis Kelsey on third down. I mean, the lack of. You know, if you can if you can make us second and seven to then third and six, we're in big trouble a lot. We got to go out there. We got to score fast, score quick. And I think a team like Pittsburgh, which scares me a little bit with them, is their secondary and their front. Um, and, you know, if anybody can can kind of stifle us that way, you saw it last year in the Super Bowl with Tampa. I'm scared. I, like Pittsburgh is not a walk in the park. I know so many people are talking about. It. They scare the shit out of me. They do. I don't know why, but they scare the shit out of me. So, because it's Pittsburgh, the, the recipe the, is not Buffalo beating us with Josh Allen. No, the recipe no. is beating us with I don't give a shit if it's Ben Roethlisberger. They're gonna score Najee Harris. I, the, what worries me is us putting up 28 when we should put up 42. Yeah, you should, you should be EJ Watt. 
Yes, yeah, exactly. I said it. I said it on Monday. Uh, they have it's the Steeler way. They are always do this. They didn't have a quote unquote good year. They were around all year. They were threatening AFC to make the playoffs all year. They backdoor their way in. It's almost like they have too much destiny on their side right now. I'm freaking out, Blaine. I really I, I am. don't like it. I don't. I don't like. No, it. and I and and hopefully, I mean, the coaching matchup is in our favor. But Tomlin's a dude, bro. Tomlin is a dude. He's one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Um, you know that they got embarrassed at Arrowhead. They're going to come back with a vengeance in a place that, by the way, doesn't have a good playoff history. And Pittsburgh's won there in the playoffs very recently. I was at a I was at a game that Pittsburgh won AFC divisional round where they didn't score a touchdown, Blaine. They didn't score a touchdown and they beat us. So Jim, Jim the, Steelers, the Steelers are the Steelers are coming in here knowing and thinking that they can win. Now, I'll guess I'll answer the question. The Chiefs come out and play like the Chiefs can. This is going to be an absolute boat race. But they come out, they have a turnover on their first drive. They go three and out on their first drive. They let the Steelers hang around. It's happened every year. Every playoffs we've been a part of, there's been one game where the Chiefs somehow miraculously come back and win the game they shouldn't. Yep. Is, that, is this here at Jim Nance, Tony Romo? They're going to be talking about Big Ben. They're not going to be talking about Arrowhead. Oh, yeah, right, Blaine. I disagree with that. They love talking about Arrowhead, and they love talking about Patrick Mahomes. Big Ben's so. a story. He's, but Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Ask Jake. <laughs> He's not. He's not. So, I don't know. It, I, the Chiefs should win this game. I think that's what scares me the most. There's no pressure on Pittsburgh. And when you play these big-ass games – I mean, we all know we've all played sports. When you play big games in the underdog, you play loose. You have literally not – you're supposed to lose. Pittsburgh's yeah. supposed to lose. And um, luckily the Chiefs have been here before in this situation where the other team was supposed to lose and they've handled their business. But it just takes one. It just takes one. So don't take the Steelers for granted, Chiefs kingdom. We have to come out on fire on Sunday. I love that it's Sunday Night Football. I think that benefits the Chiefs. Um Arrowhead crowd has a losing record probably in the playoffs, getting closer to 500 now, but uh, it's going to be rocking, Blaine. And, and guess who's going to be there? You. The host of the Figure It Out podcast, me, Chandler <laughs> Collins. I'm going to be in Arrowhead Stadium of for Sunday Night Football. <laughs> for Sunday Night Football, we will uh, – I'll be there, see what I can do uh, to get the Chiefs going. Uh, before we move on, I want just I'm going to go around the table here real quick. I want an AFC dark horse from each of you and an NFC dark horse. Lucas, we'll start with you. Uh, I just uh, was on. I'm just put a bet in for the Whoa. forty for the what? Forty Niners at uh, plus thirty eight hundred to do what? To win the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. I actually kind of like it. So there, there is my dark horse for the NFC. And let me check. Cause I'm going to, you're going to make me pick a dark horse right now. I'm going to bet yeah. on both. And let me gonna, see what other one is going to be. Cause I got to see the odds off the top of my head. Like it's not going to be Pittsburgh. 
I hate like I don't want to pick like what are what are the Bills the three seed like that's technically a dark horse, but they have the third they have the third best odds right now to win the Super Bowl. So like I feel like that's a, like such a chalk pick. And then I don't think the Raiders or the Bengals. I don't think the Patriots can do it. So like I, I I have to go with the Bills. I'm about to put that in too, and they're only at plus six eighty. So it's not like it's the third best odds. So Bills for my AFC team, 49ers, NFC. Love it. Jake? I mean, I've been talking about them all night. Um, I, I think the Eagles uh, okay. have a chance. Um, I think they're, they might be a team that gets hot. And, you know, that, that means the Packers lose the first game they play, which sucks, but, um, you know, is what it is. Um, and then on the AFC, I really like New England. Um, I think they're going to beat the Bills. Um, I don't think Bill is going to lose to them again in, in Buffalo. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, am I confident in that? Not really. But um, if I have to pick one, I mean, New England, I, I really don't like – I mean, I like Cincinnati a lot. But um, I, I think if I have to pick on the AFC, it's going to be New England. Love it. Blame. Um, plus, what? New England's at plus 1,900. Wow. Eagles plus 6,000, Jake. <laughs> Woo! People are sleeping on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go NFC. I'm going to go Philadelphia as well. But the thing that worries me is Tampa Bay's good at stopping the run. Philadelphia runs the ball well. But something about me says this Tampa Bay team is broken in a way. I don't know what it is. But with the recent stuff with Antonio, Brady's been getting lucky. I think it runs up a few times. I like that. I'm sticking with Philly. AFC, Vegas. Vegas goes to – Vegas, Cincinnati. If they can get to Burrow with four, the Chiefs should have beat Cincinnati by 17 if Charv gets in three balls on third and tw- two third and 20s. Cincinnati is not as great as everyone's looking out for them to be. I know they have a ton of weapons, but – Hey, man, Vegas hasn't been here in a long time. They're going to be fired up, ready to go. If they can get after Burrow, they got – you know, you could argue Cincinnati's got one of the worst O-lines in the AFC. Get after him. Things might happen. So. Wow. I can't disagree anymore with that. Um, AFC <laughs> – I'm actually at a loss of words. I can't believe I just had to listen to that. Anyway. Talk to you Monday um, night. The The <laughs> – I'm going to just move on. I'm going to go right to my AFC dark horse. I don't even want to discuss that. My AFC dark horse, I'm going to pick the Bengals. And uh, pretty much for the exact (laughs) Just as my dark horse, and here's why. Um, I think Cincinnati's weapons are ridiculous. I think that their three receivers are in the top five of the NFL in terms of wide receiver core. Um, I think Burrow is a playmaker, and I think he's been in the bright lights before. I know he hasn't been in the in the NFL bright lights, but, I mean, I think he's a really confident dude. I don't think the moment's too big for him. I think Cincinnati, if you have a bad day, they can catch you on their good day, and it's a lot to handle. As we saw with the Chiefs, we had a great half of a day, but our second half of the day fucking sucked, and the Bengals took advantage of it, and they won that game, which they shouldn't have. Um, and I think that can absolutely happen in the playoffs. I think that they have no issues with Vegas. Vegas backdoored their way into the playoffs. I don't have any idea how they did it. Right. Um, 
And so that's my AFC dark horse. My NFC dark horse, I, I don't know. It's not really a dark horse. It's kind of the Buffalo thing, but I'm going to take the NFC dark horse here. I'm saying the Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys, uh, like the Bengals, if they have a great day, they can absolutely shred you. If Dak's on, they have unbelievable weapons. They get Zeke going that adds an element that's really difficult to stop. Um, they have dudes kind of like uh, what's we were talking about uh, the Packers, how they have unbelievable playmakers on defense. Well, we can't forget about the uh, Cowboys playmakers. I mean, Micah Parsons is an absolute freak. He's a game wrecker. Uh, I like the Cowboys. I think they beat the Niners in a really close game. I like you guys picking the Niners. I think they can win, but I'm, 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 I'm going to pick Dallas. I like it. So with that, Blaine, the slate is yours, brother. Take us through the slate. Give us what, uh, give us what the people want. Yeah, so I'm going to go first AFC, second NFC. Uh, okay. Actually, let's go, to, let's go down the slate Saturday through Sunday as we, as we watch them. Yeah, keep it consistent for the people, Blaine. Keep, keep it consistent for the pod. Um, to this point, too, I think I like the Cincinnati with what you were saying. I think the winner of that game is my dark horse, too. I, w- I will say um, I, like, I like Vegas here, plus five and a half at Cincinnati. Um, over under 49. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm, I will be betting both. Oh, I'll bet the over. I think this is going to be like a 33 30 game. I'm going to take the Bengals to win. I don't think they'll come. I'm telling you, I think this will be a field goal game. It'll be high scoring. It'll be close. I like, like you guys were all saying Max Crosby, like he, the production wasn't there with sacks but like his production with quarterback pressures was there. I think he was sixth in the league in quarterback pressure, but only had like eight and a half sacks, which was like 15th or 16th. So it wasn't like production really wasn't there with sacks, but it was there with pressure. He can get after him. I think he'll keep it like close. Like I said, I think Cincinnati though, has just got too many, too many more dogs. They have a guy that had 14 sacks on their side of the ball, Trey Hendrickson. So I think they just got a little bit, a little bit more dudes, Bengals, will not cover but i think they'll win jake i got a question about this game uh how's paulson doing (laughs) you know he's he's the only raiders fan i know about like yep me too well no i know about another one but that's like the only one and like i mean he was like he was virtually flipping off the chargers for calling that time out um just saying like F you, you think we're playing for a tie, like all that. So um, he's really fired up. Um, I mean, the guy's the most confident person ever. Um, So, I mean, he thinks they're probably going to steamroll the Bengals, but uh, I don't. (laughs) I don't at all. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. So, um, I I mean, do I see them covering? I do. I actually do. Um, I do see the over. uh, it's tough because you don't want to take the money line on the Bengals. Um, but I, I do think the overs definitely, definitely wanted to, to stay on. Um, I, it's tough because I like the, the Raiders like are, it's kind of an unknown thing. Like you don't know how they're going to show up every week. Right. And Literally. like going back to what you said, Chandler, like it, 
I mean, they haven't been here in a while. Like, I mean, it's been like what five years. What was the year where they had like 2015 or 16 where they had that that good year where they made the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Um, and Derek Carr didn't so, play. Yeah, and Derek Carr didn't play. So like, I could see them them playing well, and I, I don't think the Bengals cover. But do they? I don't know. I. I mean, sorry, Vegas covering. No, I don't, yeah. I don't see that. And I, I think Bengals win by a touchdown, but the over hits. Well, you guys already know my uh, opinion on this game, Blaine, so I won't I won't go long-winded here. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like that. I mean, Raiders show up. They can win, but I think the Bengals – I honestly would take them to cover. I think it'll be – I think the Bengals win by a touchdown or more. Okay, so uh, for each one of these, I'm going to have a little prop, too, um, with this. In, in you know, do you want to go total turnovers here by Las Vegas, 1.5 over or under for the Raiders turnovers? Quickly under. The la- well, the last time they played, I remember it was Raiders Bengals played what, like four, three or four weeks ago? It was 16 13, like going into the fourth quarter. And then fucking baby hands McGee, Derek Carr had like two or three turnovers fourth quarter and ended up being like 32 like 32 16 so i would say over like if uh yeah over one and a half he's taking chandler i'm taking chandler's pick i'm going under yeah i i I, for some reason why it's in my head i'm just i I don't know why i want to say it because i don't like him i think Derek carr has a good game he was the fifth best passer in the in the nfl this year dude he had 4800 passing yards yeah, so that's why I'm so I'm going under. I'm going under as well. I, and I like the Raiders here to cover. I like the Raiders money line, which is I, I think it's kind of stupid on my point. I I'm hating it more and more as I continue to talk about it. But there's just something about me that I thought all year long on Cincy. I'll take Raiders to cover. Um, Raiders outright, or Derek Carr under and and Vegas under turnovers. Next, we're going to Buffalo. This is. This is probably one of my favorite games of the whole slate just because this rivalry is fun. Buffalo, you know, I, I, I would like to take some credit for saying New England was going to fall on their face down the stretch. But take Buffalo's favorite by – yeah, Buffalo favored by four at home. It's going to be cold, man. I think it's going to be like five degrees is, is what I'm hearing on the, on the forecast. Does Buffalo five? cover four? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Does Buffalo cover? I think Patriots, Patriots money line. Woo! Write it in. Can I ask a question real quick to the crew here? Is Josh Allen a good weather quarterback? Giant hand. Is Mac Jones? Mac Jones from where? Lived in Florida, Florida. played Alabama his whole life? That's what I'm saying. I, uh, not to get ahead of myself here, but I like the under in this game just Mm because of the weather. I picked this on, uh, I picked this on a, like a high low contest that I do. Um, I, I, I just don't know why Josh Allen just, he's so sporadic all the time in the weather. I just feel like it's a low scoring game. I don't know. It's just my gut, but Jake goes money line Patriots. He, I yep. think he knows something. I don't know. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm going, I'm going under 44 with, with Patriots money line. You're, you're betting on Bill Belichick thing. Cause that's the only reason you hundred percent. And like, I take Bill Belichick over anybody, but I just feel like. I think it's a 2017 game. I think it's somewhere around there. Um, and I think it's under 44. And I think the, the Patriots squeak it out by probably a field goal. 
It's like the yeah. same thing with Alabama. Like you don't make you don't make money back against Alabama. It's like the same with Belichick because he just puts you in such a fucking box. But yeah. like I mean, Bills the last time they played in like a non sixty five mile an hour per hour wind, they boat raced the Patriots. So like yeah. regardless of the three three degree temperatures, I think I think they can I think they can cover and at least win by ten. I I think there's there's like player wise roster wise. They're so much better than the Patriots, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I'm. Not, I, I. That pick is solely based off of Bill Belichick. Yeah, going into the playoffs and having an idea. It's yeah. It's tough to bet against Bill Belichick, and I hate doing it, but just I'm going yeah. to. You two. Right. What do you got? I'll go, and I I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo with the points here. I think they cover the four. I think Buffalo handles business. I know that that's a you know against Belichick first round. You you just don't say that, but the Bills are rolling right now. They feel really good in Buffalo, and New England is doing the opposite. I'm riding the last few weeks, and I'm riding. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. And I think they figured out their RB1 situation. Devin Singletary looks good running and passing right now. The last three weeks, have he's looked solid, yeah, which is good. Can you run on the Patriots? I don't think so. I'm taking oh. Buffalo minus four and under. You're taking – what are you doing? Um, I'm on Buffalo minus four. And I love it. <laughs> minus four, so they're projecting this to be 24-20. Yeah, I'm looking at FanDuel, and I've got him at minus four. I don't know what you guys have on that. But. Yeah, and at minus four, Buffalo, and then over under 44. So, technically, it's 24-20 final score is what they think. So, I mean, that sounds about right. I'm trying Amy. to – yeah, no, I, I kind of like it. I'm trying to find a prop bet for this that is is pretty fun, but the passing props, I'm going to go – I'm going to go to Mac Jones here. Mac Jones over – or under 22 and a half or 202 excuse me 202 passing yards mac jones over or under that seems high under hey while you have it pulled up before everybody gives their guess what's the prop for josh allen rushing yards because i'll take over whatever that is let me see i'm trying to get there probably at like 56 while you look for Josh. that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my uh, opinion here on Mac. Uh, can I pick push? Like, do can I say <laughs> that he's gonna get exactly 202 <laughs> passing yards? Because that sounds like exactly <laughs> what, what gonna he's gonna say. have. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say 200 yards exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, I two. think he might throw for 202 and like a touchdown and two picks. <laughs> I like it. I can't find Josh Allen rushing. All I'm seeing are the Patriots ones, and I apologize. But You're, I'll find it on 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 game day, and I'll bet it because it'll be at like 55 to 58 range, and he'll get like 70. And it'll whoa, what? That's <laughs> wild, dude. I mean, no way. It'll be like no way. It'll be that high. It'll be like it'll be. I bet it'd be like 25, like 38. 30, I, no, uh, no, no. I bet. I bet it the last three. I bet it the last three weeks of them. And it was at it was forty eight one week, and then went up to fifty three, and then it was at like fifty five last week. Okay, I guess I'm wrong, but wow, it seems like a lot of rushing yards. It it, it started out what you thought. Like I got it. I, I've been I've been hitting it a lot last year, or like the last like six weeks. There was one week it was thirty five, and the dude got like a hundy. Wow. All right, Blaine. We go to Sunday. Um, 
noon central philadelphia at tampa bay we've had a lot of talk about this game a little more un- a little more talk than i expected coming in about the philadelphia eagles tampa bay is favored by eight and a half over under 46 who do we like oh i know who jake likes um, eagles eagles plus eight and a half yeah i actually think i like eagles plus eight and a half honestly because like you said, I think the Eagles can – I think the Eagles are like the NFC Pittsburgh. They're both from the same state, coincidentally. But they just mucked it up enough this year and found their way into the playoffs. I think they can muck it up against Tampa. But come on, guys. And, Jake, let's be real here. Tom versus Jalen. Got to take Tom. I'm going Buccaneers to win. Eagles cover. And I actually kind of like the over 46. I'm in the uh, I'm in the exact same boat as you, Chan. Like – it's a good, it's a really good matchup because the, the Eagles have Fletcher Cox in the middle, Brandon, Brandon Graham, who's also another guy that is just a high, high, like pressure guy. He's getting a little, a little long in the tooth, but he's still very good at pressuring the quarterback production, not there. And then you got Derek Barnett who had a really like a low key under the radar, awesome season opposite of Brandon Graham. So they have three really good defense alignment that can kind of like, it's I mean, it's going to be Tom Brady, just air raid offense because they're not going to be able to run the ball. The Eagles do the best thing of running the ball. They're not going to be able to really run the ball. So I like the under, and I like Tampa Bay to win, and then I I like the Eagles to keep it close. So I think Eagles cover, Tampa Bay sneaks one out. It's going to be low scoring because they're both going to want to try to run the ball. They're not going to be able to do it. It's going to be Tom Brady versus Jalen Hurts. Who you got? Tom Brady. Yep. This one of those say it out loud games. I agree, Lucas. Yeah, but I want I get but I want to take Philadelphia. It's one of those say it out louds where you got Jalen Hurts for, for Tom Brady. You got, you know, at Tampa Bay versus Philadelphia Eagles who haven't been there. Say it out loud. Tampa Bay. But now my heart is just like <laughs> guys. Like a, guys. You have a gut feeling that's telling you Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Yeah. That's what yeah. Just and there's yeah, stick with it. Eagles, Eagles cover under 49. I don't think the Buccaneers throw it around the yard like we think they are. Gronk's got to have a big game for Tampa Bay to cover. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way they're going to be able to win is by throwing it, but it's not going to be a boat racing. Like, it's going to be a low-scoring game. So so how much stock do we have to put into the Jets-Bucks game in Week 17 or 18? Since 28-24. Yeah. They, they should have lost that game. Lost that game. Should, the Bucks should have lost that game easily. It, but it was yeah. the Jets. So my heart is telling me that the, the Eagles cover this. And I, I, I'm not going to say a money line here because I do think the Eagles win, but I think that's a terrible bet. But I do think the Eagles cover, and I do think the game's an over. I think it goes over. Yeah. Like, I, I think you have to put stock into what they did against the Jets. Like, this team is broken, like we've been talking about. Like, there is something wrong. Blaine, Blaine hit on it. Like, there is something wrong in that, in that locker room right now that I don't see I, – I literally I, – I just can't see them not scoring points, but also I, I do think that it's going to be a very close game. And so I do think the Eagles cover, and I think it goes over. You're, and I'll say one last thing, too, on that is last year, Tampa's defense – I mean, like you, we were talking about Green Bay and how they won that game last, last year in the uh, NFC Conference Championship. Tampa Bay had no business winning that game, in my opinion, other than just – their defense was was what won them the championship. Tom mm-hmm. and their weapons have to win it this year, and I don't think they're going to. So that's why I like Philly. 
All right. Next up, and I don't have a prop. Guys, I'm really, really trying to pull up some of these props and my computer is just not bringing me what I want. And I seriously apologize. If anybody oh, yeah. has some or a way to find it. I have to go find some on just a random site. Like I couldn't find any on the site that I that I bet Yeah, on. there are like the player props that I'm looking at are like, who's going to have the most rushing yards in the playoffs? Who's going to have the most receiving There's yards of like weird things? Yeah, no, I can't, I can't find what I want. And I want, like, how many interceptions is Tom Brady going to throw? Because that's what I want to say so bad. But I'll go ahead and throw out a number, uh, and I'll put it at one. Is Tom Brady throw more than one interception against the Philadelphia Eagles? Put it at one and a half. Yeah. Because he can throw one. Darius right, right, one and a half, no push. Okay. Yeah. Under. Under. Jake. Under. I'm going over. Oh, I think that's how the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles win this game, and I, I I'm I'm on I'm on them, and I, I do think he throws two. Very well, very well. Um, moving on to the next one: San Francisco 49ers at Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Dome seeing a home playoff game. I wonder when the first time or the last time, excuse me, that has happened. I feel like it hadn't happened in a while. Has it? Say that again. When's the last time the Cowboys played a home playoff game? Uh, did, did they lose? To, did you guys? Did they lose to the Des catch? The Cowboys was that? That was in, in Green Bay. That was at Lambeau. In Green Bay. I feel like Tony Romo had a home playoff game that he blew one against Seattle when he dropped the PAT. That was at home. That was at home. Yeah, but they've they've had to have played at home since then. Hold on. All right, I'm on it, Blaine. Keep talking about it. I'll look it up. <laughs> yes, but no, like I said, Dallas favored by three. Over-under. This is the biggest over-under of all games. This is going to be sitting at 50 and a half. I'll go let – let me see. Lucas, I'll go to you first with this. Who do you like yeah. and what do you like? I know, like, I know fucking McCarthy won your, your boy's – a Super Bowl. I think the game has totally passed him by. I think he is an absolute mental midget. The only way that the Cowboys have had a successful year is because of the OC. I don't know why freaking lefty from Boise State. Why Kellen, Kellen Moore? He's the only, literally the only way they're still like 12 and five. Like I think Mike McCarthy is an absolute jabron and just doesn't have it. So like that's point one why I think the 49ers can beat them. And then like they just like their defensive coverages are so like well disguised like you guys probably don't watch but, like I like I, I was watching like an all 22 like two weeks ago and I was telling Chan the other week like I was like they're gonna win out and make the playoffs and then make an absolute run I knew they would beat the Rams they just makes they disguise stuff so well because like you have an unbelievable Fred Warner in the middle they've got Eric Armstead in the middle of their defense who is an absolute monster and then you got Nick Bose on the edge just to just wreak havoc. They've got Jimmy Ward. Like, they've got a bunch of veteran guys back there in the back end. I think they just have a defense that disguises everything so well, and they can make everything nasty for Dak, who I don't think is a great decision maker because he's got that, like, gunslinger mentality. So I think he puts them out of this game. I think he probably throws two or three picks. And the 49ers, I don't know – if they'll roll them, but I think they beat them like pretty decisively. Like, if you know what I mean, like it's, they might win by only like seven, seven to 10, but like, it's going to be a pretty decisive win. I believe for the 49ers, I think Mike McCarthy's an idiot. That's all I have. Wow. 
Well, like this was my dark horse. So like I had. Oh no, yeah. I love it. Like them. I think they're, I think they're hot right now. And I think they can make some noise. Okay. Um, real quick. I have the stat here. Last time this, Actually, you know what? You guys might want to grab a trash can. It might make you throw up. It almost made me throw up. <laughs> Last time that Dallas had a home playoff game was 2014. They won the wild card round. Can anybody – let's go through real quick. Everyone guess one team they think they played that year. Lucas, go. The team they beat in the wild card round to host? Or yep. they? The team that they beat at home the last time they had a home playoff game. It was good in 2014. Uh, give me the five, four, three. Mikey. No, Jake. I'm going to say the – oh, wow. I'm going to say the, the Giants at home. No, Blaine. Blaine looks like he's looking it up. San Francisco. No, <laughs> no, not San Francisco, boys. They beat the Detroit Lions. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I couldn't believe what my eyes were reading when I read that they played the Detroit Lions at home in the playoffs the last time they had a home playoff game. That's so insane. Like, a little bit of Sue, Ziggy Ansa, first couple of years when he was wreaking havoc. Yeah, that adds up. Calvin, too, right? Yeah. 14. Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah, definitely that, Calvin. Megatron, yeah. For sure, Just Calvin. That, yeah, 2014. He was probably done in, what, like 16? Yeah, 15 or 16 or something like that. So, I don't know. But that's crazy, the Lions. Um, I guess, like Lucas said, Lucas and I are, are clashing dark horses here. Um, I think the Cowboys are just good enough. They have They have unbelievable players. I know that the Niners are decent on offense. I question how much they rely on Debo Samuel. I mean, if he doesn't go off, I think they're a little a little basic. Uh, Jimmy G looked good against the Rams, but I think the Cowboys' defense is a little bit better, even with Aaron Donald on the Rams' defense. Um, Cowboys, give it to me. Dak, you got to have a good game. This game is totally on Dak. He gets the ball to his playmakers, it's over. But if he Daks it up out there – Niners can win this game. Trayvon Diggs, Mike McCarthy, overrated. Both of them. Thank 49ers. you. 49ers. Dude, Trayvon Diggs, uh, before, I'm sorry to cut you off. Trayvon Diggs has allowed, I looked it up just the other day, he's allowed like 1,000 yards against them now. Yep. He's, he's like 45th in the league on yards against them. Yes. Yeah, he, he might catch a ball that's overthrown by 10 yards, whatever, like. I get it. You have the most interceptions. Overrated. Thank you. Mike McCarthy. Overrated. That guy sucked in Green Bay for the last – like, yeah, he won a Super Bowl. He sucked after that, all right? right. So, yeah, I'm taking the 49ers here. Like, I I really don't think Dallas is that, like, that good. I don't think they're that special. Like, I yeah, like, every game I've watched from Dallas, like, Zeke really isn't that, like – cool to watch like Tony Pollard yeah like it's it's just not that like interesting to me like it's not that special so I'm gonna go with the 49ers here Shanahan like gonna have a sick scheme for this game like I I think it's it's one of those things like the 49ers are a scary team for the Packers um when you look at the NFC I mean 
they barely squeaked out a game early in the season in, in San Francisco with Mason Crosby. Um, I, I, I just think they're a scary team no matter who they play or where they play. So um, I'm going to take San Francisco plus three, and I think it's going to be an under as well. Like it. I like it, but I don't like it. I'm going Dallas. Dallas minus three. I'm taking it. Um, <laughs> Dallas is just that they can score the heck out of it. And I agree. I think um, Shanahan does a really good job. But there were points that this year, you know, San Francisco started bad. They just got really, really hot, really hot. And I think this is going to be a game neck and neck, field goal at the last, last uh, you know, few minutes, Dallas squeaks it out, pulls it out, covers by four, maybe five. But I think it comes down to, as you guys were saying, this is kind of the, the question I wanted to rise. More interceptions here. Are you going to go with Dak Prescott or Jimmy G? I'm going Dak Prescott's going to have a better game, less INTs. Therefore, I'd rather ride my money with Dak is I don't just – I just don't trust Jimmy G to pull out in, in, in a playoff game when Dallas can score points. So who throws more interceptions? Dak Prescott or Jimmy G? Dak, because Dak's going to throw the ball 35 times. Jimmy G's only going to throw it 20 to 25. Like, they're not – you know, he's – He's, he's going to be a classic, like, 18 for 23 with, like, 200 yards and a couple tutties, and they're going to win the game. Like, he's not going to go out there and throw the ball 35 times. Less, right. less opportunities. Dak's going to throw more picks. Okay. Can I, can I say push? I think they're both going to throw one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> very yeah, valid. That's, that's very valid. Good, great answer. Um, I think that uh, Jimmy G will throw more picks. Um, I do really, really like what you said, Lucas, um, about the total, like the number of throws, attempts that they're going to have. I definitely agree with that. But I don't know. I just don't think that Jimmy G takes enough. He doesn't do enough with what he's given. And uh, I think he's, I think he's bound for two. He's just bound for two. And guess what? I bet Trayvon Diggs gets one of them. <laughs> so yeah, we'll he overthrows it by 10 yards. Well, it's on Trayvon's issue. Someone's got to catch it. Sounds like Jimmy G in the playoffs. You know? Sounds like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So as a Chiefs fan, you know all too well about Jimmy G in the playoffs. So Kansas City. Do too. Yeah. Well, yeah. We had no, I, I won't go there. I won't go there. We <laughs> Kansas City home at Arrowhead uh, against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's coming to town. Kansas City's favored by 12 and a half, boys. Massive yeah. line. I don't know. Every week, I would, Glenn. I would love week. to. Well, it's, it's nonstop. And we've said this for, yeah, like you said, weeks on weeks on end. But I would love to see a wild card game where it's 12 and a half. Yeah. I, I, I get Pittsburgh has no business squeaking in. Chargers Colts are better than Pittsburgh. They just are, in my opinion. But over under 46, this line, I mean, if we're going off lines, I think a lot of us are going to say Kansas City's going to win. We can agree on it. But 12 and a half, who's taking it? Who's taking Pittsburgh? Any of you? Yeah, I'm taking Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm taking I'm taking them to cover. Um, like you said, I'm taking the Chiefs to win. Um, and I'm taking the over. I, th I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I know Big Ben isn't what he was. Um, but I, I really do believe that the Steelers cover this game. I think it's going to be a 10-point game. Um, you know, the, the Chiefs are – it's an interesting team to watch right now. Um, you know, it's – you just never know what you're going to get. Always are. We always are yeah, interesting they, to watch. Uh, 
I, I would say the Packers more interesting, but um, we're the best show in town. <laughs> but I will say that I, I do see it being the 10 point game. So um, I'm going to take the, the Steelers to cover that chiefs to win. And it's going to be over. I think it's going to be, I don't know, somewhere from a, a 30 to 27 type game, like maybe 33 to 27, you know, somewhere in there. Um, I think that that ultimately ends up being the final score. Lucas, I'll let you go because I know yeah. Chandler's going to be a soapbox. <laughs> we, we went over it. We've went over it. We've went over it. Like, should not. This shouldn't be as bad as the Steelers are. The way the Steelers match up with the Chiefs, the Steelers play the like fifth most cover two in the NFL. They have Mika Fitzpatrick, who is an unbelievable safety who can just patrol the middle of the field. You guys have seen it week in week out. What gives the Chiefs problem? really good cover two defenses that can get after the quarterback. That's exactly what they can do. I think it's going to be fucking, I think you guys are going to be sweating this one, honestly, like from what I saw last week. Yeah. Like teams, teams that like aren't afraid to go out there, play good defense and control the clock. Like some of those drives that the Broncos had last week, like, I mean, just fucking grind it out, dude. Like, yeah. And Big Ben with Deontay Johnson, like a bunch of those just crossing routes, crossing routes, crossing routes. Like if you get into a third and six or seven, which the Broncos couldn't get out of third and six and seven because Drew Locke is not that good. The only time that's successful when he was running, which were just kind of bullshit plays. Like he can throw a crossing route to Deontay Johnson and get you eight, like on a third and seven. So like this one's just – this one's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I think you – and because you guys are way better than them, but like it's going to it's gonna be a sweated out. You guys – you're not going to cover, but you you may win by like seven to ten, but like it's going to be a sweat. Seven to ten. I I think you can keep. I think you can win by seven to ten, but like you're not yeah. going to cover. But I'm saying yeah. it's going to be a sweaty seven to ten. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's been zone for that too. I think the Chiefs could have success press man coverage. They do well within 15 yards. I mean, once you get one on one on the edge with Jamar Chase, I mean, no one, no one, but Spags plays that tight box press coverage. They're going to get Big Ben, and he can't tuck it and run like Drew did last week. Or a lot of the teams like Josh or guys that have beat the Chiefs have been some of those, you know, good coverage, third and six. They go for seven and run out of bounds after seven yards a game. So there's going to be a good scheme here and making Ben really uncomfortable. But Ben in the playoffs, are you going to count him being uncomfortable on his last ride? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. Chandler? Yeah, you, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say something about us playing press, uh, man, like that. And that is the way to beat crossing routes. So you're going to have to force Pittsburgh to put the ball down the field. I don't think Ben wants to do that because they only want to throw short, quick game, get it out fast. And it's tough to do with corners in your face. Uh, so I'm calling on two position groups this week that will win us this game. And it's our secondary and it's our D-line, because our D-line dominated the last time we played Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's offensive line is not nearly as good. We have, Chris Jones has to absolutely tear in to the offensive line this week, uh, make things really uncomfortable for Ben. You let Ben sit around back there, he's going to be able to do some things. Um, but going to the gambling side, I think you're crazy to, to bet Chiefs minus 12.5. I definitely think Pittsburgh covers, but – Something in my mind, dude, something in the back of my head, Blaine, just tells me that this defense, 
this defense saved some things last week. I think I don't think they played as as physical as fast as they could. I know they had some big plays that ultimately won the game. I really think they were trying to just get through Denver. Yep. Um, I think they come out with their hair on fire against Pittsburgh and 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 really challenge Pittsburgh. I mean, they don't throw the ball down the field. You got to have corners and and safeties and in your face, and you're going to have a defensive line that can get after the quarterback. I think it's a great recipe for the Chiefs. I think this game's on the offense. The offense has to come out yep. and it has to score. Uh, it has to score every time it touches the ball, like it does every week. But you got to do it now, especially in in these kind of games. So this game ultimately lies on our half billion dollar quarterback, and I mean I'm betting on that guy every time. Chiefs win. Yeah, I think it could be close, but I this team is is ready to explode. And I think what a better way to start the playoffs than against Pittsburgh. Do the Chiefs cover, Chandler? <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs cover. Yeah, I think they can win. I think they can win by fourteen plus easily. Um, not no, I take that back. Not easily, but I think they can win by fourteen plus. Um, I think that they can get. I think that they can definitely get some turnovers. Big Ben, we're good. We're we're due for a defensive score. Yeah. Let's get a defensive score. Um, let's make this game nasty. Uh, Chiefs Chiefs can cover. And if you know what, if I'm going to bet on this game, I never bet on the Chiefs games. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I'm betting Chiefs minus twelve and a half. Fuck the Steelers. Boom. Me too. Chiefs minus twelve and a half. Take them. Lock for Chandler and I. Uh, the guys that watch this team more than. I'd uh, probably say 98% of America, all Maybe. 22. But yeah, like I was trying to say, everyone's putting too much stock in that Cincinnati game and our defense over the last three weeks. We've been this, this defense is really good. And if we can make Ben uncomfortable and we can make the Steelers, I mean, that offense has not been very good all year. And they're not no. just going to be miraculously great this week, Sunday night in Arrowhead, rocking. Um, Chiefs could blow the doors off of them, and I'm not going to say they will, but I like the Chiefs blowing the doors off them more than I like Pittsburgh making it tight. Let's go to the Monday night game, back to NFC. This really, really good game. Uh, unknown, in my opinion, kind of an unknown in Arizona, and a little bit of an unknown in L.A. I don't, I don't know who L.A. can be. Maybe they can be one of the best teams in the league, or maybe they could be one of the worst um, – and the NFC right now in this playoff stretch at LA, LA favored by three and a half over under 49. This is a tricky one, a very, very tricky one. Jake, I'm going to go to you first. You've probably watched the NFC the most I'd say, or, or yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I, I'm going to take Rams minus four. Um, I just think that the Cardinals are scuffling a little bit towards, towards the end here. I mean, they lost the lions Lost to the Seahawks. I mean, realistically, who'd they beat? They beat the Texans. They beat the Jaguars. Like, I mean, they did beat the Rams uh, earlier in the season. Um, I will say the first time I ever watched the Cardinals this year was against Tennessee, game one, week one. Absolutely shut down Derrick Henry, shut down the Titans, absolutely throttled them. I'm like, this is the team to beat in the NFC. And they have lost that that denotion uh, ever since. So, I, I just really see Matt Stafford, you know, I mean, first time back in the playoffs in a little bit. Um, he's got the weapons, Cooper Cup, um, you know, I mean, even on the on the defensive side of things, Jalen Ramsey, um, I think I'm going to stay away from the over-under. I just – I can't I, – I really can't. I, I don't know what type of game I'm going to see. Um, so, you know, I, 
I think Matt Stafford's hard to bet against. Um, Kyler Murray, great quarterback, at top 10 easily, uh, maybe top five at times. But um, I, I think Matt Stafford's just so consistent that it's hard to bet against. And the Rams, I think McVay probably edges out Queensburg. 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 Yeah. Barry, yeah. Uh, yeah. Barry. <laughs> um, I think he edges them out. So um, I, I think the two, two most important people on the field, I think the, the Rams have the edge. Um, so I'm going to take minus four. I'll go real quick. Cause I've been, uh, I've been on these teams all year. Um, I, I don't really want to take credit for saying the Cardinals suck, but they really kind of do. Um, so I have to pick Rams here. Um, I think the Cardinals actually might get DeAndre Hopkins back. Am I crazy to say that? I thought he was going to be back for the playoffs, but maybe uh, maybe not. I could be wrong about that. Regardless, I think the Rams have too many weapons. Like Jake said, the Cardinals have been scuffling. I just don't think that they have what it takes right now as a team, as a mindset to win to win this game. Uh, they got to go on the road. They should have had home field advantage. They, they could have had the one seed the way they were playing earlier in the year. They've obviously lost an edge. Uh, I'm going Rams here, and I would honestly – I'd bet them heavily. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins out. J.J. Watt okay. up in the air, but I, J.J. Watt's not going to be a factor, but DeAndre Hopkins is out. Lucas? J.J. JJ Watt should begin practicing Thursday is what I'm looking at. But, yeah, that's that's what I was looking at. So, like, I was, I've been look, I've been sitting over looking at the Cardinals' schedule because, like, the way, like, it sounded, I was like, shit, yeah, like, who actually did they beat this year? But they do have some good wins. Like, they manhandled the Titans, manhandled the Rams the first time they played by 17. They beat the 49ers twice, manhandled the Browns, lost the Packers by three. Like, they beat it, the, and then, like, they they went three and – one and one and four in their last five, which was a tough loss at the Rams, at the Lions, which is a shitty one, and then home against the Colts, and then beat the Cowboys, and then got – couldn't stop the run last week against the Seahawks so I don't think they're as bad as like they here obviously they didn't finish strong which is just sheer like lack of coaching by Cliff Kingsbury but that's also without D hop I know he's not gonna play this week but they are getting Watt back I I think it's a coin flip like game like I think they can because I think it's going to be so close like I think that since it's four I'll take the Cardinals plus four yep genuinely like i honestly think this is like a coin flip like they've seen each other a bunch they know it like this is going to be a tight game yeah no i can i completely go ahead chandler sorry uh i just got to bring something up i just want to reiterate how much of a fraud the cardinals are and i called it even since week one blaine you know i've been on it i just want a little bit more credit from you especially you're not getting any credit chandler they were one of the best team in the nfc you were wrong they won 11 games chandler yeah, but, you know, what does that really matter at the end of the day? I mean, they're here. They're one and done. They don't have what it takes. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I, I do want to – sorry, Blaine. Don't mean to cut you off, but I do want to talk about the, the Packers. Oh, they only won by three. Like, the Packers had COVID during that time. Like, they, they didn't have anybody playing. Like, was it the Browns – are you really going to say the Browns are a good team to beat? True. True. I think it, mid-season, they beat them mid-season. It seemed like that that's a good win because, I mean, the Browns were rolling mid-season and then they, their wheels fell off. Chug I mean, hot. yeah, once – yeah, I, it's just like I'm just – I'm so out on them beating good teams this year. Like, I, I look at the schedule and I'm, I'm looking at it right now and it's just like – They stink, like, Jake. They stink. They, 
they they do stink. I I yeah. agree, but I will say like he absolutely whooped the shit out of the Titans game, week one, and yeah. that's a great win. I'm like. I, I was so in on them. I'm like, Kyler Murray, best quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. He was on my fantasy team. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. I'm like, <laughs> if he's throwing, if he's throwing for this many touchdowns a game, rushing for this much, like, I don't see it. Panthers whooped them at home, 34-10. Now they have yeah. to go to LA and beat the Rams with Matt Stafford and McVay. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I this is another say it out loud game, and I I, I like where you're headed, like. Kingsbury, Kyler, or Matt Stafford and Sean McVay. I mean, it's Matt Stafford and Sean McVay is, is who you should take. But I'm taking the Cardinals. Plus four. I, I There's something. I This pisses me off because Kyler has not been the same after his injury. DeAndre has been out, and the Cardinals haven't looked the same since then. Chandler's turned his back on me because he thinks I'm an idiot. But – there's something like Arizona just has had a little bit of moxie in them all year that it just are. I know they suck down the stretch, but I don't know. LA just, Rams, Seahawks, all, all the last su- five weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the superstars in LA give me a bad feeling, a bad feeling. I don't like it. I don't like a single bit about it. Um, Lucas, you think what I'm thinking right now? Arizona. Yeah, flip it. Lucas, but, do you think what I'm thinking right now about what Blaine's saying? No, I I, I took Arizona too. I no, just, no, 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 no. So you're not thinking what I'm thinking. Blaine just said all the superstars in LA are causing. Oh, oh, oh. best, yeah. best receiver. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Hey. Oh, 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 yeah. They have Odell. Oh, oh, no. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> Chandler, go if you're gonna take credit for the Arizona Cardinals stinking, I'm gonna take Odell credit for not being watched because he is mm. not. Because he's oh, the lead, lead he's he leads the league in most touchdowns under five yards. <laughs> he's a goal red line zone. Right. Hey, big body catches it. Uh, <laughs> big, big body. Are you kidding me? Lengthy, <laughs> athletic, can get oh a ball. Oh my when you need god! Cool oh. it. Oh. And, actually, you know what? Speaking of Matt Stafford, I don't think he's that great. Most pick sixes thrown. I think he's at five on the year. And then that ball he threw last week to Odell. I mean, Odell was had that guy by two steps, and he underthrew him by five yards. Uh, there's another reason. Matt Stafford, when does he want a playoff game? Well, I know he, he lost it. He was in it in 2014 time. against the Cowboys. <laughs> Mike, yeah, that probably is his last one. It yeah. actually is, probably. Uh-huh. I think uh, it is. Come on, Arizona. Talk to me. Jake, I see you trying to flip as well. Um I'm, no, I'm so out on that. I'm so out on that. I, 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 I mean, the Panthers without McCaffrey went to Arizona and beat them 34 to 10. You're going to tell me that team's going to go to LA and beat Matt Stafford. And I mean, I just, I, I, I cannot get on board. They lost to the Lions 30 to 12. They lost to the Seahawks 38 30. They couldn't stop the run. I mean, even the Colts, like, they only put up 16 points against a team that's not in the playoffs. The Colts are a good team. They're better than Pittsburgh. They only put up 16 points. Yeah, I mean, it's valid. I, Kyler is clearly not the same. Their offense clearly not the same. But The Cardinals' defense made Cam Newton look like he freaking was back in Heisman Trophy. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I was watching that game, and, like, my jaw was shot that entire game. 
It was sickening. Guys, it was. Just, God, you, you guys just, I mean, I'm getting jumped. I'm getting kicked to the face. <laughs> Lucas, too. Don't, I'm not letting Lucas off the hook. He picked the Cardinals. They can cover. They can cover and lose. <laughs> Gosh, I've never loved the Cardinals more than I do right now. That's just a <laughs> fandom, not spread fandom. Oh, gosh. Um, fun thing here, Matt Stafford or Kyler Murray, who throws for more yards? Kyler. Mm. Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, I agree. Just, I, I think that – I kind of think the Cardinals try to run it a little bit more than the Rams do. I agree. Yeah, I think they're going to air it out. Stafford's going to air it out. The Cardinals are going to – they're probably going to try to run a little bit with Edmonds and Connor, you'd have to think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, I had a shove with Connor. And then, I mean, like I'm not that much, but enough where Kyler drops back to pass a lot and then just takes off himself to run. So, I almost think you should take over – You actually, that would be a good prop bet, I feel like, over – Kyler Murray rushing yards. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, Look at quarterback stats right now. Aaron Rodgers' touchdown interception ratio is just fucking stupid. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up when we were talking about like over under one and a half like interceptions. Um, I mean, he threw two of his four this season in the first week. Wow. The first wow. week against the Saints. I saw it on Twitter. That stat that popped up, the the five highest touchdown interception ratios are all Aaron Rodgers. All Aaron Rodgers. Yep. It's, it's like it's, it's insane. And you don't know week one, he might have still been tripping on ayahuasca or, or doing oh. his, his <laughs> micro dosing or whatever he was doing week in the off season. It had it had to get out of his system for a little bit. I mean he and did now, it. He and did. Now he's, now he's I locked still, in. I specifically remember because like he throws so few interceptions. Like I could remember every single interception. And yeah. like the one from that game, I specifically remember I'm like, dude, this guy's on something right now. Like, yeah. he, he spun around while getting sacked and then just like threw it just like straight into the Saints. Like I don't I don't know if it was a linebacker or back's hands. Like literally just straight at him. And I'm like, dude, like this is not the same Aaron Rodgers. So <laughs> he's got something, maybe he's got he something in his system. <laughs> That's hey, hilarious. Wayne, you're this one. Aaron Rodgers, forty one hundred yards, forty four thousand one hundred and fifteen yards, thirty seven touchdowns, four picks. Kirk Cousins. Oh 12 yards. 33 touchdowns, seven picks. Kirk! <laughs> yeah, the Vikings look really good this year. Dude, Kirk, not that bad. I, it didn't look bad, eh? If, if, I would take the Vikings to beat. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this at all. You have to stop now before I literally throw up. Oh, yeah, I stopped. Um, but I do want to say this, too, though. Out of – out of all of these, you know, out of all these AFC teams, I'll ask AFC and NFC, who is the most dangerous AFC team right now, in your opinion? I guess you could say outside of Kansas City, because that might be the obvious, but who do you guys really like? It seems like maybe Cincinnati for, for you guys, or? Bills. I already said it. Okay. Uh, but if we're, if we're being serious, Buffalo. Buffalo? Yeah. I, Buffalo. I do think that. I agree that the Bengals are very scary, but I mean, Buffalo, like you just never know what you're going to get. Um, I agree. I think Buffalo is probably the scariest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I would, I would agree on Buffalo as well. 
NFC, who is your guys's, not, like I said, same thing, not dark horse, but kind of scary team. Other than Green Bay, uh, you know. 49ers. Niners. Guys, Matt um, Stafford, that last, Matt Stafford led the league in picks this year, boys. I actually think that that the Rams are probably who I'm going to pick if, if, for your question, Blaine, because I think what your argument with the superstars or whatever, I think that's my argument here. I think that they have dudes that can just ball. Right. And so, I mean, there's no, there's no reason why they couldn't, that they couldn't string together a few wins here and win, win the Super Bowl. Honestly, their roster is that good and yeah. they're set up to win right now. So if they're going to do it, they know they got to do it now. So. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, the obvious answer other than the, than the Packers is the Bucks. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't bet against Tom Brady, and I mean, you know, you, you can hate him, you can love him, whatever you think of him. Like the dude just wins, yeah. and it's tough to tough to bet against him. Doesn't matter how many weapons he has around him. Like, I mean, he's got Gronk, uh, he's got Godwin, like I, not Godwin, uh, Mike Evans. Like, it, it's tough to bet against him. Yeah, totally agree. Uh-huh. I'm going to go a little bit weird here, and I hate Mike McCarthy, but Dallas has got weapons. They can score, and they're getting a lot of hate coming in there. They kind of feel like the underdogs of this whole NFC. If they can string a win against San Francisco and get confidence, watch out. They're dangerous. So I, yep. I'm going to go Dallas with, with my dark. Love it. Well, boys, I think that wraps up the first weekend of the NFL playoffs, right? Anybody else got anything they need to say? I, I got something I got to say real quick. Bears just won uh, for fellow Bear alumni here uh, on the podcast. Bears, big win over the Salukis. Um, again, in typical Bears fashion, close game. Can't win a blowout, but uh, they got it done tonight. Hell yeah, Bears. Anybody else got anything? Go Bears. See you at Arch Madness, maybe? <laughs> Let's make it their first plane. Arch Madness, we're making it Arch, there no matter what. Arch. No, <laughs> we, no, we can miss Arch Madness. We could. Yeah, Lucas is still not bought in. I'm buying in, but uh, history repeats itself a lot of the times, Blaine. Yo, I don't I, I don't mean to like plug this, but I'm gonna plug it like um, no. yeah, yeah, were you are you gonna yeah. plug what you posted on Instagram? I meant to ask yeah, you about yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, please yeah. do. So like I just released a, uh, a, a website, well, not a website, um, but right now, like I'm, I'm posting like a mini series uh, called Burger Bombs. And it's about uh, mental health awareness, kind of what I did uh, throughout my mental health battle. Um, and so check that out. And then at the end of this five week series, uh, I'm going to release like a podcast and uh, a website kind of encompassing like all of that. Um also talking about some other stuff, some football and uh, some other things. So uh, I'm really excited for that. Just check it, check it out on uh, at Burgertron13, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Guys, we get a round of applause for that. Yeah, yes. absolutely. That's really cool. Jake, join in the spheres of the podcasting world. We're going to be glad to have you. Uh, what can – so you go to your Twitter page or Instagram page to find this. Is there like a website yeah. or anything or – yeah, so there's there's a website right now. Um, it's basically just kind of a landing page. Um, you can enter your email, and then like we'll, we'll shoot you an email whenever like everything gets on board. Um, okay. it's, it's pretty much built out. It's just I'd rather build it up with with a five week mini series. Um, yeah, and then and go into the podcast. But 
really excited for that. So hell yeah. Well, make sure to check that out. Uh, folks, that sounds like an awesome thing. Uh, shedding light on a thing that's affecting a lot of our society nowadays. Um, it's a serious thing and glad that you're doing that. You got the platform to do it. So why wouldn't you? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I appreciate you guys, uh, joining us again, Jake, uh, you know, might have to have you on for the Packers game again. Um, we'll be talking. Never. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back next Wednesday. We uh, we appreciate your time. Blaine, Lucas, as always, I appreciate you guys. That's the Figure It Out podcast, boys. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Go Chiefs.